I don't know, I just woke up from a little nap, it's a little dark, but you guys silly? I'm still gonna send it. <laughs> Welcome to the Sad National Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kevin, and with me, Bryce. What's up, man? Bryce. What's up, guys? Getting over a little cold, so uh, it might sound a little off, but It's going to be a high-energy show. High-energy show. High-energy show. We're Hell bringing, yeah. We're fucking bringing it today. Um, let, me, let, me, let me start off real quick. Um, this fucking offense. Let's just... We had two weeks. I was pretty hype about it. I was just like, yeah, offense looks great. We're doing good. We're doing good things. And then the offensive line fucking came out and got ran through fucking harder than a $5 whore in fucking Jacksonville and couldn't <laughs> block a fucking paper bag blown in the goddamn wind. I don't know what the fuck Josh Klein was doing. I don't I don't, I don't know what Derrick Henry was doing. They just clearly let fucking uh, the defensive line run right through him and murder Mariota. So thanks, guys. That's going to fucking help us win games, you dumbasses. And then... <laughs> this whole Mariota bullshit where he's like, oh, we're not in sync with Corey Davis. You fucking kidding me? This is year well, two. Well, get the fucking sync. Yes, this is fucking year two. You had the first year with his fucking wet noodle hamstring, Corey Davis, being out for a lot. And then you fucking come in and you, you show great in the uh, in the playoff game. And so we're all fucking hype. And now all of a sudden you're not in sync. Are you fucking high? Thank God Richard Matthews is back because right now it looks like a bag of fucking smashed assholes in the receiving court. Like, it's, it's fucking <laughs> trash. I'm not fucking looking forward to this season if that's how they're going to fucking play. Hell, the best fucking receiver on uh, Saturday was fucking Tajay Sharp. The man is out here rapping, putting shitty, out, shitty lyrics out, and he's the best receiver we fucking got right now. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. And Luke Falk, for fuck's sakes, the... When he was drafted, people were like, oh, he could be the next Tom Brady. The only way he becomes the next Tom Brady is if Tom Brady manifests out of his asshole a 21st fucking extra 21st chromosome and becomes mentally fucking handicapped. That is the only way that he becomes the next Tom Brady. And even then, Tom Brady's fucking better. Like, Luke Falk should probably send to fucking Guantanamo Bay for how fucking bad he plays. That is a fucking abomination of a human being and how he plays. Go off. Go off. <laughs> I, I sort of got, if if for some reason Marcus goes down and, and Blaine Gabbert, who is should not be in the NFL We're at fucked. this point, the Tennessee Titans should give to all men, women, and yes, fucking children, free beer every time they come to the game. Because nobody should have to watch that fucking abomination of a man play. It is fucking terrible. Rant over. All right, well, Kevin, that was... Uh... That was very high energy. Trump will be proud. Um, it's going to be huge. Huge show. I am going to go on a rant as well. I have a lot. You hit on a lot there. So we'll, we'll, we'll after I get done, we'll, we'll go back and cover what we both said in our rants. Um, Josh Klein needs to change his name to Rodney King because he got his ass fucking beat. <laughs> Josh Klein, you suck. You are a fat fucking slob you let our quarterback get fucking demolished time after time after time and mike vrabel oh god mike vrabel your game day management fucking sucks okay i 
you haven't even coached a regular season game yet, and I'm already borderline wishing terrible things on you, Rabel. You fucking don't have the team goddamn ready, and that's inexcusable. The first game is in two fucking weeks, and you're still saying that you didn't do a good enough job getting them ready? What the fuck were you doing? Did what, why, why is the team not ready? Are him and Matt LaFleur tying their dicks together in the locker room instead of drawing up game plans? Why the fuck's the team not ready? The first game is in two weeks. I don't understand that. Our only good receiver is the one that uh, likes beating up random Nashvillians and singing rap songs. That's the only good receiver we fucking have. Uh, Corey Davis had a hamstring of an arthritic 78-year-old, and apparently he has the football IQ of one, too, because he can't run a goddamn route. I don't understand it. Mariota's sitting back there getting absolutely pummeled like Pamela fucking Anderson on a cruise ship, and we cannot move the fucking ball because our offensive line's pathetic. Our, our coach is a fucking moron. Uh, he, oh God, the, only, the worst thing he did, as if, as if, you know, tying his dicks together with LaFleur wasn't bad enough already, then he put arguably our best preseason performer, he put him on fucking special teams. You know who plays on special teams in a preseason game? Fucking Whataburger employees, not second round draft picks. I don't fucking understand that Harold Landry is a beast he is possibly the only bright spot of the fucking team on defense this preseason so what do you do you put him on kick returns you put him on kick returns with guys that are gonna be bagging my groceries in two weeks I do not fucking understand that do you think the Chargers put Melvin Ingram on special teams do you think that the Texans put Whitney Merciless and JJ Watt on special teams no they fucking don't because their coaches don't have shit for brains I do not understand what was going through his fucking mind there you have josh caraway who fucking sucks or couldn't sack a white a wet paper bag and you don't put him on special teams are you kidding me i don't understand what the fucking logic is there and everybody on offense every single person on offense and yes even mario because he made one of the dumbest fucking throws i've ever seen him make Everybody on offense would have ran into that fucking puke today. That was the most pathetic performance I've ever seen. And yes, it's preseason. And I've been fucking, the reason I'm this pissed is because I've spent the last month defending this fucking team saying, oh, it doesn't matter. We keep losing because the first team offense is looking perfectly fucking fine. Well, no, now it's not even, now that's not even fucking good. Now the whole team fucking sucks. And Luke Falk, you fucking suck, you piece of shit. Luke Falk is, needs to be playing for the Memphis Alliance. He fucking flat out sucks. Luke Falk, I once, I cannot believe that I once thought that we would maybe keep him on the team and trade him for a pick later. Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking Bo Jangles wouldn't trade a pick for Luke Falk. Luke Falk flat out fucking sucks. I, he's gonna get cut. He should be the first fucking person cut. He fucking sucks. He, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a goddamn boat. He sucks. <laughs> this team is pathetic. I know it's preseason, but this team has looked fucking pathetic. It's like the bad news fucking bears. It was abysmal. This fucking Steelers were just destroying us in every possible way. They were destroying us like a cheap Memphis whore. It was just, oh my god, it was fucking bad. And then you have these no-name fucking scrubs. Caraway, Wallace, all these fucking losers that can't get to the quarterback. They're letting the Steelers fucking string offensive tackles block them and these are the guys that y'all think are gonna make the fucking team this is pathetic i don't they couldn't get pressure on the third string left tackle that's not gonna make the fucking afl 
I do not understand this shit. We it was abysmal. It was absolutely abysmal. Everybody on the everybody on the Titans should be fucking embarrassed of themselves. I would have cut. I wouldn't have waited till Saturday. I would have cut fifty fucking people yesterday. This was fucking pathetic. Okay, I'm done. I'm gonna have a goddamn aneurysm. Jesus fuck. You said the man could fall out of a boat and couldn't hit water. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. I need a moment. Oh man. <laughs> fuck. Alright. Um, <laughs> I totally lost where we were supposed to go after this. Um, yeah. Basically, I, anything we didn't talk about about the game. I mean, I think we both summed it up pretty well. Yeah, it, it, God. I think I tweeted this out. If if the Titans perform like they did Saturday all year, we'll probably become billionaires off this podcast. But I'll probably oh, die by yeah. week eight because I'm going to have a fucking heart attack and an aneurysm. Like, it's, it's not going to end well. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I have never been this mad because of preseason before. Now, hopefully, I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm not giving up. I don't want people to take this the wrong way. I'm not giving up on Vrabel. I don't think Vrabel should be fired or anything, obviously. I'm just... He hasn't looked so fucking good yet. And the... Um, I've never seen us play this terrible in the preseason. Now, maybe that means we're going to play, play better than ever in the regular season. But it's two fucking weeks away, and we're playing like everybody on our fucking team just suddenly developed an extra chromosome. I just – it just worries me. I mean, do I not have a right to be worried, Kevin? Like, you, seriously. You 100% do. If if the team continues to perform like this, then I guess we're going to draft a fucking quarterback next year, um, number one overall pick, because I don't see us men winning many fucking games. So – no, and I mean, I'm, I'm, it's honestly, I don't want to say this. I really don't because I love Mariota. But it's honestly getting to the point. If he doesn't, if he doesn't show any improvement, if if he does what he, if he plays this season how he played that last preseason game, then we do need a new quarterback because we're not gonna. He can't take us to the next level if he plays like that. And I know we didn't have a lot of help. A lot of players were out, but it's it's getting to the point where this year we're not gonna be able to make excuses. If it's it's year four. You can't be throwing the ball over the middle of the fucking field again. And I just remember two weeks ago, I just praised him for not doing that. And what did he do yesterday? He fucking did it. And it just really irritated me because ever since we've been doing this podcast, I've been making fun of these nerds that over-evaluate preseason games and they overreact. But now the Titans made me look like a fucking asshole because they play like complete dog shit. And... Now I actually am worried because I came out here and said on this podcast for two fucking weeks, I said, y'all need to quit worrying. This team's going to be fine. Rebel's going to have these guys ready to go. And then he comes out and basically says he hasn't done a good enough job getting them ready. What the fuck's he doing? Is that not his job? Like, they're making me look like an asshole. I was trying to be positive. I was trying to say, no, he's going to get it figured out. This coaching staff can't be as fucking shit brain as the last ones. They're gonna get it figured out. And then they come out and say, yeah, basically we haven't done anything. Uh, these guys aren't, they don't have good chemistry yet. Why the fuck don't they have good chemistry? Mariota flew Corey Davis out to California this offseason to throw with him and he still can't, they're still not on the same fucking page. I don't get it. You got Tajay Sharp out there running the correct routes. And do you really think that loser does? Do you really think Tajay Sharp does any film study? He, the only film study he does is fucking trying to find where he's gonna film his next music video. He doesn't fucking study film. And he's out there running the correct routes. And Corey Davis fucking can't. He's the number five overall pick. And I'm getting tired of making excuses for him, too. Because he's the number five overall pick. I get that he can't help the injuries. But run the goddamn routes. Watch film. Get it to fucking together. We have two weeks. And if we lose, if we go down to Miami and get our shit stomped in, I'm going to be pissed. Because if you can't beat Miami, then who the fuck can you beat? Um, 
maybe Alliance Memphis. I think they can beat them. Maybe. Not sure. We'll see. <laughs> at this point. I'd... Um, Can we just... I know we didn't talk about this before. Did you read the article from A to Z Sports Nashville by Luke uh, Warsham or something like that? The one about Mario that might not be the guy or whatever? Yeah. Uh, let's... I just want to go through this a little bit. Um, can I can I can I can I start this off by saying something real quick? Yeah. Like two seconds. Good. I I want to say like I know I just said that a minute ago. I'm not saying I think that now. I'm saying if he goes this whole season and plays how he played against the Steelers, then we have a problem. I don't think that we should question Marcus right now. I just want to I just want to make that clear. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, right now, we should not be questioning Marcus. Um, because I'm actually about to defend Marcus about this fucking dumbass. Um. Because this guy is just kind of, he's probably just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks at this point. He's trying to be um, a hot take expert, and it's just, it's not good. Because it's it's fucking ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to find, okay, yeah, here we go. It, so in the article, it states, three drives for the Titans' offenses, or offense ended early because of mistakes he made. Twice on the third down, he missed Corey Davis with errant throws on plays that should have been easy completions. If I'm not mistaken on one of those, Mariota was getting fucking rushed because the offensive line was basically a wet paper bag and just getting fucking run through. Like, it... Yeah. So, and the Titans were behind the fucking sticks on some of those game, on some of those drives. So when that happens, everyone knows uh, the Matt LaFleur offense and the Sean McVay offense. It's, if you get behind the sticks, you're kind of shit out of luck. Let's be honest about it. Like, if you get, if you get long and third down... Chances you get in a third down, like long completion, not good. That's any offense. I mean, that's so. any. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that's any offense. I mean, Tom Brady's going to have trouble on third and 12, especially when his offensive line, you know, is fucking turnstiles. Yeah, and I, I don't know. This guy This guy just kind of seems like a dumbass. Uh, Luke, if you're listening to this, just unfuck yourself and be better. That's really the only advice I have for you. Um, if you want to come on here and defend it, by all means, just slide into my DMs. I'll fucking verbally murder you so um i don't think that uh i actually know luke i don't i don't think he actually hates marcus or anything i just think he's honestly kind of maybe had a gut reaction to uh the terrible performance by the whole team i think in a couple weeks hopefully i mean i said it's a couple weeks ago but hopefully a couple weeks from now he'll he'll say like yeah i don't i didn't mean that in that article because uh hopefully marcus proves everybody wrong but I don't know, man. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't at least a little bit worried. I think at this point we should not, all be a little not worried. Not necessarily about Marcus, because uh, nobody works harder than Marcus, and he obviously has the talent. I don't think anybody has ever, even Jaguars fans won't deny that he has elite talent. I think everybody agrees on that. It's just, can he get it together? That's what everybody questions. So, I don't... I'm not ready to question Marcus yet. I mean, did he have a good game? No, he didn't. But, I mean, Blake Bortles has been throwing interceptions left and right this preseason. You know, like, every a lot of quarterbacks don't do that well in preseason. He's not really trying that hard. No matter how bad Marcus plays, he knows he's not going to get benched or fucking cut because you really think we're going to put Gabbert in over him? Blaine Gabbert is fucking horrible. So, I think that, I think that Mariota will be fine. But, and I did go back and rewatch. The the first two, the two incompletions, one, he had a fucking 300-pound linebacker in his fucking, in his fucking cranium after .2 seconds. 
So I don't really blame that on him. He doesn't want to take a fucking huge hit in the preseason. So I don't blame that on him. And the second one, Corey ran the wrong fucking route. So I don't understand how that's Marcus's fault. I mean, he can't help it. He threw the ball where the receiver's supposed to be. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Receivers need to run the right routes. And also, I'm I'm not going to put this solely on Corey Davis after I did just shit on him um, in my rant. Marcus probably should have realized that he went he was going to go deep with a single high safety and, and should have gone deep because that would have been an easy fucking touchdown. We could have been sitting here today and been like, oh, Marcus is fucking God. Like, we're about to go 16-0, you know? So, well, I think that's why we, we're so, like, why we're being so hard on Marcus and Corey tonight is because we realize that they both have elite talent and we realize that we're not going to go anywhere without them so we just it pisses us off when they play like shit and when they make mistakes because we need them like if we don't we need an elite receiver Rashard Matthews can't do it all by himself so especially especially coming off a surgically repaired knee I I don't know it just worried I'm worried I'm a little worried um and what the fuck happened to our offensive line I I have no idea I, I I really don't I think Every time they go into Pittsburgh, they just fucking forget how to play. That's, I think that's really what it is. So Let's hope it's just a Pittsburgh thing and not a 31-other-team thing because <laughs> yeah. – Well, think about it. If we, if, we make, if we win the division this year, which I think every Titans fan would say anything less than that would be a disappointment, you're going to have to fucking get over it and you're going to have to go to Pittsburgh. You're gonna, I mean, because if we win the division, chances are you're going to be – you're going to end up playing Pittsburgh or New, or New England. And – we get our fucking asses hammered every time we play one of those two teams. And we got to get over that. Winning teams don't do that. Yeah, this, they, they need to figure out the whole Pittsburgh situation. If they can't, then I think we just have to sacrifice Lindell White um, to the football gods <laughs> for stomping the flag. That, I think that's the only. I think it's the next course of action if they don't figure it out this year. Because I, I think they're going to have yeah, but, to play in Pittsburgh in the playoffs. I think they are. But then Alliance Memphis won't have a running back. Is Lindell White playing for Alliance Memphis? No, I don't know. That's just where he belongs. <laughs> He's probably in a fucking retirement home by now. Uh-oh. Fucking old um, ass body. God, that guy was so fat. I mean, <laughs> Lynn Whale. No, but you just said you just said that like we'll have to play in uh, Pittsburgh. Not the fucking. Not if we play like we just fucking played. We won't have to worry. We will have January off. I promise you that. If we play like we just fucking played, we're gonna have a long ass off season. Yeah, they need to. They need to figure it out very quickly. Also, Linda White has gotten very fat. I just googled him. <laughs> so I mean, he was always hefty. <laughs> so yeah, Linda White's probably got got some diseases now that are not helping his career or helping his life um so <laughs> let's do you want to kind of jump into week four just what we expect i mean it's going to be kind of a bullshit game at this point yeah i'm kind of i'm actually going to that game which i don't know fucking why because i'm gonna be pissed because i have to watch fucking napoleon dynamite luke falk throw the football god are you, uh, where, you, you, where are you going to be sitting at? Because you might be able to catch one of his passes. Because he seems to either throw it way fucking over somebody or way underneath. I mean, the way he throws the damn ball at practice, fucking Mitch Ferkins in 302 can catch his damn passes. <laughs> they, um, I'm not looking forward to this game at all, actually, because you know, like, Gabbard's, I'm sure Gabbard will play the first two and then Falk will play the last two. That's going to be fucking pathetic. 
it's going to be a shit show. I'd rather watch a fucking midget porn than have to watch that shit. And then you have, um, I don't think any starters are going to play, right? Usually not, right? Yeah, typically not. Especially with all of our starters coming back, because, I mean, yeah, uh, just touch on this real quick. Yeah, Jim White tweeted out, uh, Rashard Matthews, Delaney Walker, Brian Arakpo, Rashawn Evans, Malcolm Butler, and our boy, Akram Wadley, were all practicing today. Or yeah, so basically, basically some of the most, I mean, other than Wadley, basically those are the most important players on the team. Yep. So, um, <laughs> other so, than Mario, other than... Yeah. So some of the people who didn't practice were uh, Harold Landry. Conklin looks like he's getting close. Oh, I'm sorry. You cut out there. What did you say? Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so the people uh, who did not practice today, Harold Landry because he was played on special teams, um, Kendrick Lewis, Derek Morgan, Sharif Finch, Nick Williams, and Jack Conklin, who's obviously still on the uh, physically unable to perform. The only one of those that we, we should – I mean, Honor Landry and Conklin are the two big ones. Um, honestly, if, if, if Landry has to miss any significant amount of time because Vrabel – put him on special teams like a fucking tard. Honestly, that's it's not a fireable offense, but it's got goddamn coaching malpractice. You're going to get your second round rookie hurt. If he just think about that. If he misses a significant amount of time because Ray will put him on special teams. Do you not think that's fucking unacceptable? It is without a doubt. Like it's not like if he if he was just, you know, rushing the passer going for a sack and he got hurt then that's that's completely acceptable. That's I mean I would hate it still, but that's acceptable. It's part of the game. But if he got hurt because Vrabel put him on the special teams, oh I'm gonna be livid. That'll be a nice rant next week. Uh-huh. So hopefully this is just a hopefully this is just a precaution. Hopefully we just sit him out, let him rest until Miami, because if he misses week one because Vrabel decided to do that shit, I'm gonna be pissed. So yeah, it's. Not going to be good. Um, so week four, just at this point, I don't really care what happens. Um, they can no, just I'd... come out and I'll fucking take a knee and call it a game for all they give a shit about. Um, at this point, I'm just ready for because you know the game is on Thursday, and then Saturday, September first, is when all the cuts are. I'm looking more forward to the fucking cuts because some of a lot of these losers need to be unemployed. I am. I cannot wait till Saturday to see our final roster because. This, I mean, let's be honest. The game Thursday is going to be very fucking boring. It's going to be a lot of the undrafted free agents trying, basically putting out film for other teams to watch if they get cut by us. That's basically what it is. And, I mean, a couple, I'm pretty sure most of the roster decisions are already decided at this point. Um, you know, obviously a couple of the, probably like 45 through 53, like those spots will be decided on Thursday. But other than that, I mean, it's pretty much just a dress rehearsal. Yeah, um, so you want to jump right into our predictions for the 53-man? Yeah, go ahead. Go. You start off with that. and see. Let's right. see what your projected roster is. Alrighty, so at quarterback, obviously, we're going to go Mario to Gabbert. Um, I feel like that's basically everyone's at this point. Um, Falk is probably going to be on the practice squad. Um, for running backs, I've got Henry, Lewis, and uh, this pains me to say, but flu season. All flu well, and I think, is going to make our and be the third running back. I think we both would rather have Wadley, but you can't deny that. Flewellen has, you know, this is a non-biased show. Me and Kevin are very fair. And we're both Wadley fans, but Flewellen has been the better player so far. It, it did not help Wadley that he was out for week three. If he would have played, I could have maybe made an argument for him. 
currently cannot. Um, so we'll see. I, I think he might. I think he makes a practice squad if he doesn't get picked up by another team. Um, so wide receivers and this fucking bag of smashed asshole core: <laughs> Rashard Matthews, Corey Davis, Taewon Taylor, Tajay Sharp, Nick Williams, who obviously didn't practice today. So is he injured? We don't know what's going on with him. Um, and then Jennings. If Nick yep. Williams ends up being hurt, then I can see them keeping uh, Burnett. I believe it's the guy, mm-hmm. the one from USC. I believe that's him. Yep, Deontay Burnett. Yep, Deontay. I can see them keeping him um, over Williams if Williams is hurt. Um, and then possibly moving Burnett over to the practice squad when Williams comes back. It's So we'll just go with that. Um, tight ends. Uh, Delaney Walker, obviously. Jonu Smith, who needs to learn how to block a fucking uh, defensive end. Luke Stalker and then uh, Simish. I-, I wanted to put Ferkser down oh. here. I really wanted to. Um, the man had a had a touchdown reception, but I think Simish is going to make it. I I hope I hope it's Ferkser, but I think it's going to be Simish. So and that's then, interesting. All right. Yeah, let's the uh, offensive line. So Lawan Conklin Kelly, um, Pamphil, who just looked fucking absolutely lost. When he was playing right guard, Mario got sacked. Um, he needs to unfuck himself. And then Klein. To be fair. Oh yeah, go ahead. Just real, real quick. To be fair, that's not where he is supposed to play. But yeah. Anyway. I, yeah. Shouldn't be looking long, like you're fucking. It's your first week at your new job out there. Um, and fair then enough. Klein, Spain, and Winchman. And then Jones okay. and Levin. I think that's going to be the offensive line. I think they're going to okay. keep quite a bit of offensive linemen. Um, just because you got Conklin sitting out, so you're going to keep another player to cover for him. So uh, we'll jump over to the. Def- do you want to go for offense? Then we'll jump to defense after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll t- yeah we'll do it that way. So I'll give my offense. Um, obviously, it's a lot of the same because me and Kevin are both fucking geniuses. Um, quarterback, obviously Mario and Gabber. I don't even have to elaborate on why. Running back, I have. Same as you, uh, Henry, Lewis, Flewellen. And then, let me see here. So tight end. Actually, I have Wadley making the – I actually have Wadley making the final roster because I decided to – in a minute we'll get to this, but I decided to put Wadley as one of my final additions. So I actually have four running backs just because we don't have a fullback. And then tight ends. Delaney. Oh, and also, I don't think Wadley would clear waivers. I think he would get claimed. So that's my that was my motivation for that. And then tight ends, obviously Delaney and Janu. And then I had the third tight end of Stalker. I don't like Luke Stalker, but the coaching staff does for some reason. So that's my reason for that. Wide receivers. Now, if y'all didn't know, Michael Campanero recently got put on IR, so he's done for the year. Praise be. Um. Yep, so I was going to potentially have a surprise in my wide receiver group, but I, I kept it pretty vanilla. Um, Rashard, Corey, Taewon obviously are making the team. And then I have Nick Williams, Darius Jennings. Darius Jennings deserves the roster spot. He just he works hard. He deserves it. And then my sixth and final wide receiver is Tajay. And honestly, I thought about taking him off and replacing him with Burnett or Campanero, but he was the only receiver that showed up last weekend. Um, so I have to include him. And then 
offensive linemen. I think you had nine. I only have eight, actually. Um, now, this is assuming that if Conklin doesn't go week one, this is this is changed. But I'm just assuming Conklin, if Conklin was healthy for week one, it would be Conklin, Spain, Jones, Klein, Lawan, and then the three backup linemen I have are Levin, Panful, and Kelly. And then if I had to keep another one because of Conklin being out, I would keep Wickman as well because he's looked pretty solid. He's a good practice squad candidate. So that's mine. Yeah, we're pretty pretty similar on that. We're fucking hell. Put us in charge of the Titans. I think the only difference we had was you kept you kept four tight ends and I kept four running backs. I think that's pretty much the only difference. I think yeah, I think that was basically it. Um, which I could see your way happening. I could see them keeping Stalker and Wadley, um, and just cutting Simich. I think Ferkser. I think if he clears waivers, I have a feeling he's going to make the practice squad. Oh, a hundred percent. He's he, he's at least earned that. And I actually have a point about Ferkser. I'm going to get to after we get done. Um. So, so you want to go ahead and go with your defense? Yeah, uh, defense. Uh, so for the defensive ends, I've got Daquan Jones, Jarrell Casey, um, David King, and Julius uh, Wormsley. Sorry, my handwriting is garbage. Um, <laughs> and for nose tackle, i got Benny Logan and Austin Johnson. So keeping uh, bare bones defensive line, basically, it's not looking good. Cause, not a lot of – yeah, we yeah. don't have a lot of depth. Yeah, so – and I see them running a lot of – like three, four, and just standing up yeah. linebackers. So <clears throat> for the outside linebackers, I've got Derek Morgan, Rack, Honor Landry, Wallace, and Finch. Um, I think those guys are basically locks at this point. I know you don't like Wallace. I think the coaching staff does, and I, I can see why they do. I don't necessarily like him, but I like him better than Caraway, So Yeah. Um, for inside linebacker, I think we've all kind of figured this out. It's it's Woodyard, Brown, Compton, Evans, and Bates. Like that's pretty clear cut and dry. Cornerback, exactly. um, Logan Ryan, Malcolm Butler, Adore Jackson, Sean Sims, obviously, and then Demontre Hurst. And I'll explain why Demontre Hurst in a minute. Safety: okay. Byard, Vaccaro, Crookshank, and Trawick. And that hurt me to say. So you got, <laughs> so you got you got Kalu getting cut. Kendrick, Kendrick Lewis and Steven Terrell, yeah, getting cut. Yeah. And so here's the thing, and here's why I have Lewis getting cut. Um, I think Trawick is basically a special teams ringer at this point um, who can play a little bit of safety, and I think Lewis is more of a safety who can play a little bit of special teams. So I exactly, think th- yeah. I, I think the, the coaching staff is going to take the, the special teams over the occasional special teams player. That makes sense. Um, and, yep. and Demontre Hurst. Um, I have him because he can play a little bit of cornerback and safety if one of them goes down. Um, I think they have him right now at safety, but he's also played cornerback, if I'm not mistaken. I like you. You're right. He, he was he was originally a cornerback, and I, I do like that inclusion because you only technically you only kept three safeties because, like you said, Trawick doesn't really – Sniff the field on defense and really so type so if you if you only keep three safeties then you have Hurst who can play both so I kind of like I like that thinking yeah um and then just for special teams Kern suck up uh, frankly so it's yeah that's that's a hundred percent um I think we agreed on every single position pretty much um defensive ends Casey and DeQuan obviously very solid and then 
my boy Wormsley and David King, and then the nose tackles, Benny and Austin. Now, I put an asterisk beside David King. Um, I'll get to that in a second. I put an asterisk beside David King. I put an asterisk beside Akram Wadley, and I put an asterisk behind my fourth, my fifth corner that I kept, and I'll get to that after I get done. So, outside linebackers, I put um, Rack and Morgan, Landry and Finch, and then Wallace, and then inside linebackers, same as you, obviously, Woodyard, Compton, Evans, Brown, Bates. Bates, the only reason Bates is on my roster is because of special teams talent. That's the only reason. Yep. Um, corner, I think the, the top four are 100%. I think of any team in the NFL, we have the most surefire cornerback group, like guaranteed to make the roster. Logan Ryan, Michael Butler, Dory Jackson, LaShawn Sims. No wiggle room whatsoever there. The fifth corner, this is going to surprise you. You might not even know who this is. I put an asterisk beside it, though. Kenneth Durden. So we just signed him two weeks ago, but he made some plays Saturday, and he actually got some praise in a Bleacher Report article. Um, he was voted like one of the like winners of from the Titans, which wasn't very many. He actually had a nice pass breakup, and he can play on special teams as well. So, But I, he did get an asterisk beside his name. And the reason I have asterisk beside David King and Kenneth Durden is because I think that basically it's we don't have anything better. But if we see something on the waiver wire, that Durden or King could get replaced in my roster. That's why I did that. Okay. And then safeties, um, I actually kept one more than you. I, I did because I didn't keep Hurst. Um, I kept Bayard Vaccaro, obviously. Crookshank, Treywick, and I kept Kalu just because Kalu uh, only came here for Dean Pease, and um, I just think Dean Pease likes him, and I think he'll just stick around for that reason and to kind of help Byard out a little bit because he's the only like Vaccaro's not that much older than Byard, so it might be nice to have a veteran safety because Cyprian's hurt, so it might be nice to have a veteran back there. And then, obviously, special teams, same as you. That's pretty rock solid at this point. So that's my roster. And like I said, um, let me let me go over my – so my first one out. So the first – if you could keep 54 players, this guy would have been the 54th. And that was Ferkser. I really wanted to keep a fourth tight end, but I just thought it would make more sense to keep, um, you know, some extra linebackers. Um and then my last my last one in was Bates, just because five middle linebackers is a lot. Um, so Bates and Wadley were my last two in that I just decided to keep in at the last second. So that's my thinking for that. Um, I know we were pretty much agreed on almost everything. Um, but like I said, dirt at the fifth cornerback spot and the fifth or the fourth defensive end spot could be subject to change depending on the waiver wire. So, yeah. Um. So, because because I'm sure I'm sure we'll claim somebody. Like I'm sure somebody will be on the, the final roster that's not on the team right now. But that's impossible to predict. So I just assume that you know we just have to go with what we know. So. Yeah. So first in, 
or last in, first out. Sorry, that's difficult for me to say. Um, so last in, I have uh, Semich in. Um, I just think they kind of like him more. Um, and first out is obviously Ferkser. I think they, I don't know. I, I think they want to keep him, but I don't think he is ready to play NFL level yet. I think maybe a year on the practice squad would really, really help him. So. Yeah, and he played at Harvard, so it's not like he had, you know, the great competition. Exactly. So he, he could he could easily make the roster, um, or not easily, but he could make the roster, but I, I don't see it this year. I think next year is when he makes the roster. Agreed. Yeah, that's that's the roster. Um, let us know what you guys think of it. Um, if you think we're fucking stupid, which you're wrong, we're not, but let us know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then obviously next Sunday, next our next show, what is it going to be? Is going to be just as good because we'll be able to actually talk about our final roster. So yeah. uh, about like what the because we'll we'll know the final we'll know the roster next Saturday. So by and we will be recording on Sunday. We usually are recording on Sunday, but sometimes life gets in the way. So next Sunday we should be talking about our final roster. So and we should also be hitting the uh, the game in Miami. See kind of yep. what we what we expect to happen. Yeah. So, want to call the show there, bud? Sounds good. I think this was a, I think this was very high energy. This is a high energy show. Huge show. Huge. It's a great praise from Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> so, thanks guys for joining in, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace.